Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. Sunday, March 1st, 2015. Dear Lord, finally some relief. Thank you. Yesterday when I wrote, I was still so fatigued I could hardly move or answer a question. Then we, that is Norman, started to rearrange our room, and I decided I wanted to go to the furniture store in Tuscola. And then I started to get more energy. By the way, friends, this is classic Katie Hubbard, that she would find the energy that she needed to go shopping at the furniture store. I love it. We went shopping with Rachel, bought two chairs, and then came home, and Becky came over. It was so good to see her. Made some soup. Somehow the whole room got put back together, and it looks amazing. Then I walked a mile on the treadmill. Then I collapsed in bed. Now we have a huge snowstorm, and I am sitting in my new chair, having a quiet time. The office chair we found for the desk is just the thing. I feel like we made wise purchases. Tom had a long track meet down in Marion yesterday. He has been super busy. Kayla went out and made mischief with Matt, Andrew, and John last night. She sure does love to be social. She reminds me of me. Rachel worked hard and cleaned Tom's room for him. It has been so awful. She worked hard all day. Joe cleaned his room, and, much to his joy, we moved the car bed out. Now he's sleeping on a pallet. By the way, the car bed was a fixture for all of our kids when they were younger, and it was a real sign that you had graduated to being an older kid when the car bed went out and you began sleeping in a bed, or in Joseph's case, just on the floor. Back to Katie's journal. Boy, it has been a long week. I haven't even listened to music all week. Paul also lost his job on Thursday. That's rough. She's referring to Paul, her brother. Mom and Dad fly to California today. I pray it's a good trip for them. They've had a rough week, too. I love this new chair. I think that it will help me get out of bed. Katie then goes on to write out a passage from the devotional book Streams in the Desert for uh, March the 1st. And she writes this paragraph. Your situation is filled with uncertainty and very serious, but it is perfectly right. The reason behind it will more than justify him who brought you here. For it is a platform from which God will display his almighty grace and power. And she quotes from Ecclesiastes 7, verse 4, The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. If any of you follow along with the devotional streams in the desert, the interesting thing to me is that there is a quotation 
for that day's entry in streams from Ecclesiastes chapter 7, but it's not the verse that Katie quotes in her journal. It suggests to me that she actually opened up to Ecclesiastes chapter 7 to read the verse from Streams in the Desert in its context and was struck by verse 4. And then she goes on to comment about how the heart of the wise is in the house of mourning. And she says, this is true. A cancer diagnosis, Paul loses his job. These things bring life into focus. What is important? how we set our hope on this life and the good things it offers only to be disappointed again and again. And then she writes out John chapter 6, verse 29. This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. I read this verse yesterday. After a week of dark despair, I see that the work of believing is so hard. I have felt despairing this past week. Tom needs a hunger for you. I can't give that to him. He doesn't need a campus ministry. He needs you. All of the kids need you. I can be here for them and support them as long as you give me breath, but they must choose. Then Katie goes on to add an entry at 11.30 a.m. that morning on March the 1st. Twice today, I have chosen to sit in my new chairs rather than in bed. That is a good sign. This morning, I remembered Tom Yakeley's words, Pray and let God sort it out. Along with Hebrews 11.6, For without faith it is impossible to please God, for whoever comes to Him must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. I always get into trouble when I stray from those, when I try to sort it out for you and forget that faith pleases you. My human response is something different. Faith is demanding or foolish or maybe like Vic's principle of we think we have to go to the back of the line or something like that. She's referring to a principle that we learned from Vic Black, our campus staff, who I referred to in an earlier episode, where he said we have a tendency when God has answered some prayer of ours to think that now we've got to go to the back of the line before we could ever expect to be shown another display of God's favor. Katie goes on to add, this desk is really wonderful up here. Now, I need to get my music figured out, and I will really be in business. Yesterday was an excellent day. Thank you. I also need to accept cancer and quit looking at it as ruining my life. I can have cancer and a good life. It doesn't have to go away in order for me to start living or even to enjoy living. I just have to do what I can around it. Well, thanks for joining me for this episode of There Are Good Things Here. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I hope that you'll find that to be true. Just what Katie said. Whatever difficult circumstances you're living through right now, they don't have to go away in order for you to start living or even to enjoy living. It is possible for you to have the difficulties that God has given to you and to live a good life because there are good things here.